Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse DePlanis here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast. Well, we're about ready to do a, a program this week and next week on my testimony of heaven. Heaven is a wonderful place, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited about what's waiting for me and for you. We all need to go. Now, you know, some people don't believe this. This happened in 1988 in Magnolia, Arkansas. And I very seldom ever talk about this because it's so precious to me. And I did it way back in the 90s. And I decided to do it again. So you are going to be blessed. It's going to be the first week of it and the next week of it. So call a friend, tell him to turn that television on. You're going to be blessed. It's going to touch your heart. Check your spirit and watch how God touches you as you hear this testimony. So let's go into it right now. My testimony of heaven. You will be blessed. 1988, Pastor Paul Trocco was pastoring Magnolia Christian Center. I had preached there before under the pastor leadership of G.C. Kirksey. I know these names like the back of my hand. I went to preach, so. And I was put at the Best Western Hotel, room 105, there, and I started my meeting. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Well, we had a glorious service. And on, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday, I believe it was Monday, Sunday morning, Sunday was my third service because I preached Sunday morning, Sunday night. Pastor Paul said, let's have, let's, let's have lunch. And across the street from the Best Western Hotel was a, a, a steakhouse called Western Sizzler, Sizzler, or Sizzling, something like that. And uh, I said, okay. He said, just meet me over there at, at 12 o'clock. I said, okay. So I walked across the street. And when I got there, there him and uh, I guess one of his associates was with him. Uh, I, didn't, I don't remember the gentleman's name. He said, well, Jesse, you got to go in the line, pick your steak and baked potato, blah, blah, this and that. I said, okay. So we sat and we did all that, you know. And when I sat down to put the steak down, I just, I heard the Lord say, go back to your room. Go back to your room now. Now I know that voice. And I mean, I mean the steaks, shh, you know, everything's hot. And I said, Pastor Paul, I got to get back. I got to go back to my room. And, and I said, let me pay for this. And I think I put $100 on the table. Oh, no. But I said, he said, are you sick? Something wrong? I said, no, nothing. I'm feeling good. I want to eat this steak. I said, but I got to get back to my room. I just, I just got to get back to my room. I said, I'll see you tonight, okay? Is that okay? Sure, but are you sure you're not sick? You sure? I said, no, I'm feeling fine. I, I, I said, but I, and then he asked me, well, why do you got to go? I said, I don't know. Okay, so man, I went like that and I opened up my room and I took the do not disturb sign. I stuck it on the uh, doorknob and I closed the door. And I knew something was heavy on me. And I, I said, man, I got to pray this thing out. I, I don't know what it is. And I looked at the clock, you know, with them little red lights, you know, like a clock that you see in a hotel. And it was like uh, one o'clock. And I knelt down. And I said, Lord, I don't, I, you know, I started talking like me. I said, Lord, I don't know. And all of a sudden I heard, I thought, my God, there's a tornado coming here. You know how a tornado sounds? And I went, oh, man. And I, I'm about ready to get up. And then, whoa, I was sucked out the room. I went, whoa. I mean, I literally hollered, whoa. I mean, you know, now it wasn't a vision. I, how did you get through the ceiling? I don't know. I don't know any of that. I'm like the Apostle Paul. I don't know what I was in my body, out of my body. All I know, I went through that roof. And I was put into this kind of a, uh, looks like a ski car, but closed in. And it was the same blonde-headed angel that had talked to me in Jonesville, Louisiana. I went, hey, 
how you doing? He said, hi, Jesse. I said, where are we going? And, and it was, I mean, we were moving at a phenomenal rate of speed. And I think the only reason why I was in that contraption was to protect me, not to protect the angel. Because I'm in a flesh body. See what I'm saying? I mean, traveling at a phenomenal rate. He said, you have an appointment with the most high God. I said, I do. What I do wrong? <laughs> now, I didn't put that in the book, but I asked him that. He said, you didn't do nothing wrong, or otherwise you wouldn't be here. He said, we'll be there in just in a very short time. I, I, I don't know how fast we were going. I knew we were moving. Glenn, we were moving, man. I mean, and all of a sudden, I began to kind of like feel the brakes slowing down. And and he just stopped. He said, and he opened the door. And when he opened the door, I was in the most beautiful place I ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen reds like that, blues, purples, gold, grays. When I say color, I mean color like I've never seen in my life. Because there was no stain of sin on it. And I walked out. And the angel said, you're in paradise. I said, paradise? And I looked and I could see the city, which seemed like millions of mansions all around it. And it's a three-place tier. There's the throne. There's the New Jerusalem. Then there's paradise. See, paradise looks like a country, beautiful green fields, valleys, mountains. And I was thinking in my mind, God, this looks a lot like earth. But the angel could hear me thinking. He said, it's the, the earth is the Lord's taste. I said, yeah, that's right. I said, man, glory to God. And you can't use praise phrases because they do it. You know how we say praise the Lord? No. Glory. I went glory to God. He goes, glory to God. Glory to God. And I go, glory to God. And everybody around me going, glory to God. You just got to watch what you say. Because they do it. Glory to God. And I'm shouting. And I look and I, and I felt like the needle. He said, do not kneel before me. You have an appointment with the most high God. And I looked and I'm just standing there. It just, I just couldn't get over how beautiful. It was vast. It was here. Heaven's a planet. It's about the best way I can describe it in the natural. And I, I don't know what to do. And I, and I want to say, praise God, but I knew, but I did it anyway. I went, praise God. He goes, praise God. Yeah, I mean, and he didn't have wings, this, this angel, but there was a lot of them that did. And I mean, people start praising God. And here comes another one of them contraptions that I was in. And it comes, I don't know who this, this person comes out and this man goes, I made it. I made it. I can't believe I made it. And he fell on the ground and start kissing the ground. I made it. I made it. I thought, yeah, but you see, he didn't have clothes like I did. He had a gown on. How you know the people is clothes, the, uh, the clothes of office. Like if in the military, you know a general when you see him. You know a colonel when you see him. You know a lieutenant colonel when you see him, a full bird colonel. You know, and they, that, 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 that clothes of office dictates their position there in heaven. But this man had a gown. And there was another angel who said, let me guide you. Now, people were lining up, heading for that city as fast as they could, but they didn't have gowns. Some of them had gowns, but most of them had big robes on, gorgeous robes with top stitching. Beautiful stuff. I mean, just, and I thought, 
man, look at the clothes in there. But all of a sudden I saw the people with the gowns, they kind of get close and they'd get out of line. And, and, and the angels would move them over to where the river of life was. And they would, they would eat a piece of fruit and take the leaves and do this. And I said, well, they're not going to go to the throne? He said, yes. But he said, the great God Jehovah is merciful. But they didn't live the way they were supposed to live. But the great God Jehovah was merciful. They will learn and eventually get to the throne. And I thought, man, I am something going wrong with me. I'm here. And, and then when I got back, I checked it out in the book of Isaiah. He said he gives us a garment of salvation and a robe of righteousness, which is totally two separate things. And I physically saw that with my own eyes. That's eyes in the book of Isaiah. You ought to go read it. It's a garment of salvation which means to show that they were saved, and a robe of righteousness. Now, as I, I thought, man, I'm looking like that, and this, I was thirsty. The angel said, you're thirsty? I said, yes. He said, I'll get you some water. And this man said, I'll get him the water. And I looked. Oh, mama, so cold. I'm getting goosebumps. Excuse me a minute. Ah. He's thick, barrel-chested man. He said, hello, Jesse. I'm your father in the faith. I'm Abraham. I went, and he, he's thick barrel chested, big man. You ought to see his clothes. You talk about a general. This boy was more than a four star, five star, or 10 star. See, I, everything I thought about heaven was totally wrong. I thought Peter at the gate, that ain't true. No, no. You know, I just people saying all that kind of stuff. The first person you meet is your father of faith, Abraham. He said, you thirsty? I said, yes. He said, let me get you some water. And he had a goblet with sapphire and diamond and emerald. I thought, my God, look at that cup. He said, drink this. And I was dehydrated and I would do this. And I said, what's happening? He said, you're going to have to eat some fruit so you can withstand the glory of God. And that's why I knew I was in my physical body. Because if I was in a, uh, in a vision, I wouldn't have got weak, you know, or spirit body or something like that. I mean, I mean, I would do this and not do that. And the angel said, you okay? He said, and I started talking to him. And I just had a wonderful time. I want to just stay there and talk. And the angel said, we must move on. You have an appointment with the most high God. I saw a man, the only other person other than Jesus that had a crown, he had a red beard, and that was King David. I saw him from afar, and Jesus assigned him to bring me to my house. But that's, I'm, I'm going ahead of myself right now, but we'll get to that in just a minute. So he gave me, and we start talking faith. Now, I didn't put this in. I said, I said, how'd you do it? I said, how'd you do it? Abraham, how'd you do How could you lay your boy down? He said, well, I had a choice, but I chose the right choice. He said, just like you. I said, oh, I didn't do nothing what you did. He said, yes, you have. See, you don't know how God judges you until you get there. You think, well, I, you know, I'm just a normal little Christian about this. And, oh, but God has a different scale of moving and touching people. Like, you, you know, we think, you know, this and that. We think God is far above all that. So I'm just talking to and he hugged me and he laughed. And I thought, I'm being hugged by Abraham. You know, I just couldn't get over that. I was just sitting, and the angel said, Jesse, they didn't call me Brother Jesse. 
They didn't call me Reverend Jesse. They didn't call me Reverend Doctor or Brother. They just called me Jesse. That's what Jesus called me, Jesse. I never called him Reverend Christ. I just called him Jesus. First name basis. And I was trying to do something for the angel. And he said, no, no, we're servants here. I said, Abraham, let me do it. He said, no, no, we're servants here. We serve each other. You have an appointment with God Almighty. It's exciting. And I said, listen, we need to talk more. I said, can I stay here a while? No, they keep you on schedule. You know what I'm saying? Now, by this time, I'm seeing beautiful places. I mean, just places, just gorgeous. So I'm walking like that, and there's these flowers. The heads of the flowers are about this big, if everybody can see me. And they're beautiful. And I stopped. And the angel said, you can walk. He said, they're spiritualized. I said, what? He said, you won't crush them. Nothing dies here. He said, step. I stepped and it went through my legs. As I walked by, Judy, they took, like as if they could see me. They turned. I thought, my God. And I mean, big, beautiful flowers just waving in the breeze. I said, what is that? He said, that's the fluttering of angels' wings. He said, it's all over. I said, what's that wonderful smell? He said, that's the fragrance of God. Wow. I'm still looking for that smell. I smelled it one time just a little bit at Lakeside Mall. <laughs> I know that smell. I can't tell you what it is. But a lady walked by me and I just, I'm like, God, that's that smell. And I looked at her. That's when I was going to get one of them coats. Uh, coats, you know, when he's a sport coat. And she said, how you doing, Brother Jesse? I said, you must be very close to God. She said, I am. It's a pleasure meeting you and walked off. I wanted to go. <laughs> you know, but she kind of walked off. But it was just a tinge, George. But I can't t explain to you how it smells. It just smells wonderful. And it, it, just gives, it just goes in your body. And I'll never forget that as long as I ever live. So as I'm walking, nothing. I kept looking around. And I noticed that there were no shadows. So I asked that angel, I said, you're not casting a shadow. He said, God is light in whom there's no darkness, no shadow of turning. There's no darkness here. He wasn't quoting scripture. He was telling me there's just no darkness. Here. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you look up there, you see the, you see the shadows. And even though we got light in here, that doesn't happen. That doesn't exist in heaven. There's no darkness. There's no decay. There's no dust. Zero dust. None of that. That's decay. Think about that for a minute. So, when I, I, so I'm just walking and enjoying myself. But every time I, I want to stop, I, I, want, I wanted to look at things, you know. But I'm walking about this fast, I guess you could say. And the angel walking beside me, right? I mean, it was just a big old boy. I mean, big. All of a sudden, here come kids like you girls, about her size. They come out and in paradise, they're pavilions where they come out and sing and perform. And I asked Abraham, what are you doing in paradise? He said, paradise belongs to me. It's my bosom. I said, that's where Jesus walked over and went to Abraham's bosom and set the captive. He said, so you've read the word. <laughs> he said, it's my place. It's mine. 
That's his bosom. I said, yes. These little girls and boys coming. I mean, bunches of them. And it looked like a harp to me, about the size of this we are. And they were playing and they were singing. And I said, who's all these children? He said, these are children that the world did not want. He said, but the great God, Jehovah, is merciful. He said, and they love to play and sing for Jesus. I said, oh, okay. You know, and I said this, and they were just sweet. And they had on, they had on beautiful outfits. All of a sudden, I heard this. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. And the kids begin to run in front of me. I said, where are they going? He said, bow. That's what the angel told me, bow. I hit my knees. And out of that city came a light. How do I say this? Lord, help me. Um, diamonds just clearing, closed. I mean, just, and, and I thought, my God. He said, power before the king of kings. That's what the angel said. I said, oh yeah, man. And I start repenting. I said, Jesus, listen. Uh, he said, I've already washed it away, Jesse. Stand up. Stand to your feet. Uh, I said, listen, you, maybe I might have missed something. I, you know, because you, you, you know, there's such holiness. There's such purity. You understand what I'm talking about? Listen to me. So I stood up, and he's between 5'11 and 6'1. But his clothes looked like a sheet of diamond. And light just emanating out of it. But in the thread, you could see the glory coming out of it. See, Jesus is the part of God you can touch. The heart of God is the Father. The face of God is the Son, Jesus. The voice of God is the Holy Ghost. But the hands of God is the church. Do you hear that? And he looked at me, he put his hand on his shoulder. He said, are you enjoying yourself? I said, yes. He said, I come to hear my children sing. I said, I said that's great. I said, I, I, I'm, I'm going to listen too. <laughs> and the kids start singing and playing. And it was phenomenal. I mean, perfect song. Like, oh, just perfect. I just listened. And Jesus, they ran up to him. They would go in. See, they had a spiritual body. They would actually go in his glory. Me, I'd go and John was like this, and I'd hit. You see, and I said, I need to get in there. And what happened is, in a new spirit body, you can go in between the molecules. That's why Jesus could go through the walls. Now, when he put his hand, I, I looked at the holes. I didn't realize how big those nails were. You know, I was thinking a hole, I guess. You see? I could see right through the holes at the ground. Then I saw this liquid like doing this. Now, I didn't put this in the book, but the Lord said I could reveal it. I said, what is that? He said, you know that statement I gave you? He said, that's liquid God. Like you have blood, this body doesn't have blood. This is a body you can hug. This is, you can hug the Father and the Holy Ghost through Jesus' body. I, and I thought in my mind, whoo, he must have, looked like a railroad uh, spike. It, that, that big, ladies and gentlemen, in his feet, and it was the color of, uh, of not bronze, but a very shiny brass, 
what it looked like. But what it was was just glory coming out. And when I look into his face, the, if you would take a light and stick it behind my head, because my hair is so white, the TV freaks out. And, you, and I was looking, I'm, I'm trying to get his features, but he turned his head like this, and he talked to that angel in this part of the, I saw his head, it was light brown. He didn't have a beard. I'm thinking like Jews do, you know, long, mm -mm. And then when he returned, it was just pools of, I mean, just love coming off of him. Like you, you, you just, you get weak. And angel said, eat this so you can withstand the glory of God. He said, you have an appointment with my father and me and my spirit. I said, well, let's talk now. He said, you have to see other things. I'll meet you soon. And he walked off as the kids were singing and glorifying it. This just beautiful place. And I'd see the people all lining up trying to get to that throne, Randy. But then I'd see them people with gowns step out, go over, and they would grab those leaves. And I asked the angel again. I said, they're not going to go. He said, the great God Jehovah is merciful. He said, but they have to learn some things. He said, but they will get there. And that's the one with the different color, uh, the gowns. You see what I'm saying? Instead of those rules. There were some people just walking like this, heading straight to that throne. It was amazing. Everybody wants to get to the throne. The throne is 1,500 miles high. You can see God from all directions. You know, it's an amazing sight, ladies and gentlemen. The throne of God is so massive. You know, many people write me every day about and ask me about my trip to heaven. It's such a blessing. I have a question I'd like to answer today. This is one from a man named Joshua. It's kind of odd, huh? Joshua, it's a good name. He asked this, how did going to heaven change you? What was different for you personally? And how did it affect your life going forward? Well, I'll tell you what, Joshua, it was one of the most amazing things that's ever happened to me in my life. It did not increase my faith. A lot of people think it did. What it did was increase my longing. Come on, Jesus, because Jesus is coming, ladies and gentlemen. To see that beautiful place where we will spend eternity is phenomenal, but we won't be lying on the ground and angels dropping grapes in our mouth. There's much work to do. I mean, God is still creating there. The universe is expanding right now as we talk faster than the speed of light. Multiple universe. It is going to be something. You don't want to miss heaven. And you know what? Maybe you know about Jesus, but do you know Jesus? You know, I, growing up, I knew about Jesus and things of that nature, but I, I did not know Jesus. I'd like to pray for you right now. If you don't know Jesus, I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer with me. Say it right now. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. Forgive me of all my sin. I confess my sin today. I believe in you right now. I believe you rose from the dead. I repent of my sin. Accept me right now as I accept you, my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. What a simple prayer, but it's a prayer of eternity. Isn't that a blessing of God? Well, you know what? If I don't get to meet you here, I'll get to meet you in heaven. And if you just prayed that prayer, I want to say congratulations. You're in the family. And I want to know that you prayed this prayer with me. I'd like to send you my free book, Understanding Salvation, to help you with your new walk with Jesus. All you have to do is go to jdm.org and click on Do You Know Jesus? to request your copy. Okay? So all you got to do. Thank you for accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. You made it sound so simple. It really is. You don't complicate that. That's just such a blessing of the Lord. Welcome to the family. 
Oh, I tell you what, it's, it's wonderful. I like it when people get saved. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. Watch this and be blessed. You're going to learn something today. You see, heaven is wonderful. It's a big place. Then I heard this. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. The Lord walked out and his children ran up to him and began to sing praises to him. He said, go tell my people I'm coming. I brought you here to tell you. Go tell them I'm coming. Heaven, close encounters of the God kind. The testimony that has changed lives all around the world. Order yours today at JDM.org. Ladies and gentlemen, our September product offer is my book, Heaven, Close Encounters of the God Kind. This soul-winning book has touched lives all around the world. I encourage you to get a copy for yourself and for someone you love. To order it, just go to our website, jdm.org. It's the most popular book I've ever wrote, Close Encounters of the God Kind, Heaven. It will minister to you. Partners, I can't thank you enough for all the years that you stood with me and Kathy to reach people and change lives one soul at a time. I'm telling you, your faithful financial support has been phenomenal. I've said it and I say it all the time. 47 years of full-time ministry, preaching this glorious gospel, I have never had a financial deficit. Why? You, you know what I'm about ready to say, because I trust you and you trust me and we both trust God. And that's what's so wonderful because trust gets things done. We, I tell you, we are so busy and it doesn't make no difference how old I'm getting it. I don't care. I am preaching this glorious gospel and I need your help to continue to go forward. No problems. We have no financial trouble whatsoever at all at this ministry. We never had. Isn't that a miracle of the Lord Jesus God? God always met our need, met our desire and met our want. But he done it through you and through me and I don't ask you to do something that, uh, uh, that me and Kathy won't do. We are partners to this ministry also, and I mean that sincerely. So thank you for your faithful financial support. You, you'll be blessed because of the hundredfold anointing that's on my life, and it'll come on you, and we'll get people saved. I want to ask you a question today. Have you downloaded our JDM app yet? JDM app. It's just been updated and redesigned, and it's free. You can access two years of TV shows in Spanish and English all of our web shows, hundreds of sermons by Kathy and me, our preaching schedules, view all our Voice of the Covenant monthly magazine, and lots more. Download today the JDM app. You will be blessed by it. I'm telling you, man, we're constantly redesigning, doing wonderful things to be a blessing to you. We believe in giving you spiritual nutrition and nourishment in God's holy word. Once again, partners, I can't thank you enough for all you've done. Thank you. We got a lot of things going on, projects going on all the time. Thank you for your faithful financial support. For every dollar given, we want to sow for it, and we're getting it. Don't miss next week, part two of my testimony of heaven. You will be blessed. Bye. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Our partner offer this month is our contribution to the world. God says you are the light of the world. Is your light shining? Turn on your heart light. Look, a changed life must be a life changer. That's you. Now, to get this, you've got to go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. Because I'm going to tell you something, it's going to change your life, not some of the time, all the time. Do it today. I bit the dust. I hit the ground. I couldn't stand up no more. And I'm trying to look. And, I hear, and I'm hearing, holy, 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 the great God Jehovah. 
Amen. I'm looking at it and I grab it. I began to kind of get strength and the power. And out of that fog and that power comes Jesus Christ in human form. And he came out just like this. I saw the difference between the Father and the Son.